0: welcome to Underscore. My name is Rashna.
1: And my name is James. Today we're joined by Avani Dias from Triple Days Hack.
0: And we're going to be talking about things like how we can go into this upcoming election being as informed as possible as young voters.
1: And how parties are trying to reach us. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope you enjoy.
0: So would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, so hello, my name's Avni Dias and I'm a reporter based in Sydney for Hack on Triple J.
1: Cool, and what kind of stories are you personally interested in covering for Hack?
2: So, Hack is basically for young people. Our demographic is people aged between 18 and 24. So really, we cover stories that impact young people. Um, it's about their day-to-day lives. So, we do everything from, you know your sex lives to housing issues to friendships and breakups but we also look at the big news stories that impact young people and break them down Um, because often there's a lot of noise in the media there's a lot going on and it can be really difficult to understand what's going on so a big part of what we do is breaking down those stories so young people can actually access things like politics which is really important during the election but also big international news stories and things like that and we also investigate and look into stories about young people often when they're disenfranchised or or struggling or when you know they they've been screwed over by the power structures that they're living in and and sort of do stories about young people in their day-to-day lives because we're in the middle of a Quite an interesting and big federal election campaign. Uh, We're looking into what young people care about. There's a lot in this campaign about the economy, which is sometimes really difficult to understand and maybe a bit boring as well. But a lot of the policy and a lot of the sort of splits have been based on the economy. Um, But, you know, this is one of the first times we're actually seeing climate change front and centre in an election campaign as well, which we know is a huge issue and concern for young people. So we've been looking a lot into that as well. But what we have been looking a lot into is where young people have the power. I mean, a lot of people in our audience are um, voting for the first time. So, uh, you know, they may not know about the electoral system and how to, to vote and
0: that kind of thing, but also what policies they should be thinking about as well. So what policies should we be thinking about as young people, especially young people who are casting votes for the first time?
2: Yeah, well, we know from research that we've done at Triple J that there are um, a few issues that young people really care about. Um, Overwhelmingly, environment and the and climate change is a big one, and that's sort of backed up by a lot of other research. Young people really care about that. But after that, mental health is a big thing that young people really uh, look into when it comes to policy areas. Education, of course, a lot of young people are either studying at uni or TAFE or doing apprenticeships, um, as well as housing. I mean, that's something that we've seen change as we've um you know, as as Australia's changed, I think it's a lot harder for young people to enter the housing market than it was for our parents. So, that's something that's a, a big issue as well. So, those are some of the things that we've been looking into as well.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's issues we're not really hearing the major parties or even older voters talking about. Um, why do you think there's such a disconnect?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of commentary that there's been a big divide in this election between, I guess, what people would say are baby boomers and um, younger people, or I hate to use the term, but millennials, I guess. Um, And, you know, that this has been one of those elections where we've seen, um, as I said, a lot of policy around the economy, a lot to do with... um, you know, we do. We also know that 70 plus is overwhelmingly the largest age group of voters and we have an ageing poli- population. So politicians do focus on those policy areas a lot. But interestingly, there has been a lot of focus on climate change in the environment. We've been hearing a lot about um, renewable energy as well as uh, the Adani coal mine has been a big issue and you know could sway a lot of this election as well um, and there's been a lot of policy announcements from both sides both major parties should I say on mental health which has been a big thing but as you say there are some of those issues that we haven't heard about education we've been it's been almost silent in that sense we've had announcements from both sides uh, on apprentices because we know there's a national skills shortage and that's something that impacts young people so there's been a bit announced around that but in terms of uni funding uh, there hasn't been much on that at all um, and even housing I mean Labor's announced this policy about negative gearing which they've sort of tried to sell to young people as you know a way to enter the housing market their sort of changes to negative gearing and the changes to taxes and so on uh, but that is definitely not one of the biggest issues that's coming forward in this campaign so I think there's a bit of a split in the issues and how much we're hearing them Um, but as to why I mean it is obvious you know that there is there has been some mention to young people from um, Bill Shorten in his budget reply speech he sort of talked about smashed avocados and entering the housing market when announcing the negative gearing policy but it it is interesting because experts say that young people aren't often a focus and that's a bit of a
0: mistake because young people do hold a lot of power in the election. Where do we hold this power? Are there seats where young voters really can change the results of the election? I'm especially interested in hearing um, about the marginal seats.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is interesting because when you go to the electoral box, you think, oh, what's the point? You know, I my vote's just one in a million. And is this really going to change anything? So we actually wanted to look at whether young people do have power. And the thing is that we do hold a lot of power in this election. We analyse the data, the Australian Electoral Commission data, to see where young people are most influential. And there are more than 20 marginal seats where they could swing the votes. So in some of those seats, young people are about 25% of uh, the, the voter base, which means they hold a lot of uh, power as a contingent. And we know in some of those seats, for example, in Herbert, which is in Townsville, um The Adani coal mine is a really big issue there. Uh, It's got a huge young voter base. And last election, it's actually the most marginal seat in the country. Last election, it was won by 37 votes, which is nothing. And, you know, that, that just, that's a room full of people that could change it and change the the outcome of the election. And it's those marginal seats at the end of the day which do um, change the overall outcome as well. Some other really interesting seats is Dixon which is held by Immigration Minister Peter Dudden and that's his Queensland seat. That's on a 1.7% margin. Labor's Anne Ali's Perth seat of Cowan's on 0.7%. Attorney General Christian Porter's seat is on a really tight margin as well and all of those seats have a really high proportion of young voters too. So what is even more interesting is aside from the numbers, because we do know that um, 70 plus uh, voters do hold the biggest proportion of votes overall. But what's interesting about young people is that we're the swing votes. So young people haven't decided necessarily who they're going to vote for yet. And that's according to a lot of research. Um, they often vote on policies um, as opposed to parties, whereas people over 70 or, you know, even over 50 have voted for a long time. They're rusted onto the parties who they want to vote for and they'll stick to it. So, analysts say that, you know, young people are where, where it's at and that's where politicians should be focusing their campaigns.
1: I find it interesting you say that they're that we're more likely to vote policy of a party. That's definitely something that resonates with a lot of people we talk to. Mm. Why do you think that is the case?
2: Well, I think a lot of young people um, really care about issues. I mean, we saw things like the climate strike protests recently and so many young people coming out and sort of mobilizing to take matters into their own hands. And I think that's really reflective of the fact that young people, not all young people, but a lot of young people care about big issues. And just, you know, I've been speaking to so many young people in in the course of this election, but even before that and They do care about these issues. They don't worry about politics and, you know, the internal fighting and who's leader and all that kind of stuff. Um, What they've told us is that it is about which party can fix those issues and um, that's how they'll vote.
0: Okay, we're undecided and we really care about issues. So I'm (laughs) wondering how can we, as young people, go into the election being as informed as we can be?
2: Yeah, I mean... Well, bit of a shameless plug, but Hack on Triple J has a lot of info on how you can sort of access everything. We've done awesome breakdowns of every major issue that young people care about and what each um, side of politics is um, offering in that in in that sense, as well as some of the minor parties as well who have um, different policies in these areas. And we've really drilled down because, you know, an election campaign, there's a lot going on. It's hard to sort of figure out exactly what issue is relevant and you know what's being announced it's impossible to keep across it so we've really tried to focus on those issues specifically speak to young people who are um dealing with them on a day-to-day basis and then look at the policy areas so we've got heaps of articles online but um, every Monday during this election campaign on triple j on hack we're also going to different swing seats and profiling each of these big issues um, and looking into them and how they profile how they affect young people and then speaking to the ministers and the politicians involved about what they're doing and and what they're offering
1: I think it's really cool that Hack exists, like, for us. Um, And with so many younger voters now enrolled and so many of us becoming more engaged politically, how do you see young voters playing a role after the election?
2: Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I mean, it's really hard to gauge I mean as you say we're at the highest enrollment rate of young people in history which is pretty amazing it's 88.8 percent of young people have enrolled um, for this election in part that's due to the same-sex marriage survey so we saw nearly a hundred thousand people sign up to enroll to vote for that for that survey and in large part that was young people and you know from speaking to people at that time and from research done on those enrolments. We know that was because people were angry about the process. They wanted their voices to be heard. So it does seem like we're at a, at a place where young people want to be involved. They want to be heard. Um, and, you know, we've seen that that a bit of a reaction from Labor. On Tuesday, they announced um, a youth portfolio, so a youth minister, which hasn't been around for a few years now, um, and also funding for a youth-focused body. So there's definitely attention on Labor's part. We haven't heard as much from the coalition yet on that regard, but there is definitely a lot more focused on young people and what what could be happening. So it does look as though... um, as though there's at least some um, response from politicians in that regard. Uh, But I think what is probably more interesting is that a lot of young people have said, neither party, neither major party here is actually going to offer me what I want. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what the outcome will be, whether people will move to minor parties and whether there'll be a bigger um, spread of those or whether they'll actually um, mobilise more and we'll see more strikes like the climate strike and so on um, in the future because people are just fed up of not getting what they want from politicians. So it's hard to predict, but um, yeah, definitely a few different roads we could go down.
0: Thanks so much, Avani, for joining us.
2: No worries. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Avani for joining us. It was really interesting to chat with her.
0: And thank you to the Australian National Centre for the Public Awareness of Science for allowing us to use their studio.
1: Absolutely. And you can uh, follow us on Instagram at underscore podcast.
0: And you can subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Make sure you tell your friends, um, give us a rating and...
0: Vote well in this upcoming election. True. Use your vote, use your power.
1: All right, catch you later.
0: Bye.